0: Now, most of us, what we do is we try to fix ourselves, but we're not broken, you know? That's just the...
1: Hi there, welcome to Finding Your Spark again. I am so happy to be here with you again today. My guest today is Amy Bernstein. Open Mind Adventures is her venture, and her passion and purpose is to help people, teams, and organizations manifest more of their potential. She's an executive and life coach, consultant, trainer, and keynote speaker with over 35 years of experience in leadership mastery, collaborative teams, wellness, cultures, and mindfulness in action, stress reduction, her work liberates leaders from limited mindsets, behaviors and energy habits in order to successfully navigate disruptive times. This is something we'll touch on. She helps them decrease resistance to change, build their dream and generate a resilient culture built on shared ownership which supports high performance and well-being. Welcome Amy. Oh, thank you for having me i'm so glad you're here this is quite a topic it's meaty there's a lot to it um and and so we've decided today to focus just a little bit uh, on Stress Less, Achieve More, Live Happy, right? And I'm really excited to talk to you about that because you have an entire book about stressing less and what the relationship is to achieving more when you do that. So uh, I'd love to hear what you're up to on this topic and anything you'd like to tell us about that.
0: Well, this is my book. Here we go. That's the book. And um, it's in Mandarin and Arabic also, it was published, so so um, it's in three languages. But, you know, for me, this started off, this whole quest about learning about stress happened when I was a little girl. And um, when I was a little girl, I would, when my parents would fight, um, I would have an epileptic seizure. The pressure was just too much for me. Yet at the same time in that those years, um, my parents recognized that I had dance talent. So they sent me to Marjorie Marshall School of Dance in the Bronx. Marjorie Marshall was the mother of Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall, the producers, the directors. Now, Marjorie Marshall was a stage mother. So she would put all these pressures on these little girls, you know, but instead of having a seizure, I would just become this ball of energy. I would open up and just vibrate and be alive and happy under pressure. But I didn't know why in one circumstance I would have a seizure, close down, contract. In another circumstance, I was just alive and joyous. Not until I was 28 years old and I met a master teacher of Aikido, which is a martial art. And um, this man, Robert Nadeau, is also a pioneer in the field of consciousness. So he wasn't just teaching martial art, which really didn't interest me, having my body thrown across a mat just didn't turn me on, you know, (laughs) but I would have experiences with this guy where he would step into different dimensions and take his students with him, and all of a sudden, we were having experiences that we didn't even know existed. Now, remember, I'm from the Bronx, so I don't just buy stuff, you know, right? You have to, like, show me a few times, and then I go, okay, you you know something I don't, right? Well, what he did was taught me how to open and align to pressure. And what he taught was that Whenever there's a job or task to do, energy comes into your system to help you do the job. And it comes in in the amount needed to do the job. So, for example, you're going to run a race. You start feeling your heartbeat fast, right? You know, you get this energy coming up. Boom. Somebody cuts you off in the freeway. (gasps) You're going to perform or... Give a presentation, here it comes, that zoom, 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 that vibration, right? Okay, now if you open, if you see it as the energy of change, it's your helper. If you open to it and align to it, you become alive, joyous, and you have a brilliant performance. But if you close down to it, (gasps) ah! Resist it, you become the victim of it, you go into your head and you try to think or space out, you're going to have a poor performance and you're going to feel distress, you know, and over time, if that's the way you live your life, disease. So this was a huge opening for me, and the practice was what I learned is how to um, create a an operating um, performance, you know, a place that I normally function from that could handle stress, pressure, right?
1: Um, So that was how I got into this. That That is brilliant. I really appreciate you bringing that up and talking about energy and pressure because you really bring to mind this, uh, visual of, you know, plumbing pipes, right? That if we are closed down, we have small pipes and a lot of energy tries to go through lots of things happen to our bodies. Like you having seizures and other, uh, things that really like we have heart palpitations, we get into anxiety, we become, uh, have performance stress, all of those things. They, they are about too much energy in that little tiny pipe, as opposed to a nice, big pipe. And um, what a beautiful way to talk about that and think about that, because the movement of energy is so important to our thriving. And I wonder if you could just talk a little bit more about that, that simple concept.
0: Yeah, that's the flow right? This energy, when you step into it, that's a flow. So when I was in my 20s, I was a rock and roll singer, you know, and we would perform for like front acts for Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Grateful Dead, and big groups, thousands of people, right? You get this huge rush, right? Now, what happens though, there's something called the 180 degree turn, right? So you're going to do something like big performance, or maybe it's a hot date, that you have on Saturday night. You've been wanting to go out with this guy for a long time. He finally asked you, you are so excited. Now it's the afternoon. And you think, oh, I'd rather
1: stay home and read a book. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't go. I shouldn't go. I don't want to do that. No, that wasn't something I even wanted to do. Right. You know, bad idea, bad idea.
0: <laughs> See what you're misunderstanding because what is happening, you're at the border. Let me explain it this way. We all have many versions of self, right? So there's your normal self, right? Then you function pretty well and get along with people, all of that. And then there's the smaller version of self, right? That's the one that says or does something that you regret, regret later, you know, or you get very contracted, or you're in your head, you're worrying, you're, you know. Okay. Then there's times when you step into this spacious, big sense of self version of self. You're brilliant. It's like things are coming out of your mind that you don't even know that, you know, you're so brilliant, right? Well, there are many versions of self based on different dimensions that we step into that we operate from. Okay. If I'm a, 50-volt person. I'm making this up. I'm a 50-volt person. Now, this job is 100 volts, right? Ooh, just like you were saying, I'm that small pipe. What I need to do as that energy comes towards me, I'm going to resist it. I'm going to go the other way. Uh, I don't feel like it. I call it the land of I don't want to. Right? I've landed in the land of I don't want to, and I don't want to get out. <laughs> right? Yeah. But understand that, no, 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 That's here's the map, and that's just a location that's telling you that you're really close to this finer, bigger version, joyous version of yourself. Then, instead of saying, oh, I have to do what I want to do or don't want to do... What you, you just go for it you just cross over the boundary and all of a sudden you're in this version of yourself that is has the qualities are you know maybe they're less familiar qualities of you things you wanted oh i want you to be more communicative i want to be more of an extrovert i want to be more alive. I want whatever it is, more confidence, right? All of a sudden you step into this version of yourself and boom, you've manifested it. How did that happen? You know, right? I didn't fix myself. I didn't go to therapy. I'm a therapist. So, you know, and I I think therapy is good, but I didn't go to therapy for 20 years.
1: I just manifested this finer version of myself that is joyous. You know, one of the things that came into my mind as you were talking was sort of this visual of how uh how we perceive energy flow differently depending on how open or or closed off we are and uh when you were talking about that moment of turning around going like that was a bad idea i'm not doing that (laughs) Uh, i really got this visual of like i asked for the water to rise now i've got a wave of water coming in and it looks like a tidal wave instead of, it looks like it's gonna be fun, right? It looks like this will be really fun ride for me. Um, And that, that visual of like, are you going to turn into the things that you want or turn away from them? I think that's a really difficult place for people to feel in themselves. Because in that moment, often it does feel like this is a bad idea. I I was wrong. I, I looked into that guy. Now I don't like him or whatever, right? So there's that piece where you're kind of getting rid of your mind, your evaluation system. And uh, I wonder if that plays into the way that you look at, at uh, stress management and stressing less.
0: Yeah, I, I should say that for me, you know, a yes is really easy to know, you know, yeah. A no is really easy to know for me in the sense of, um, you know, do you want to take a shotgun and go kill people, Amy? No, I don't. That's very clear. I don't want to do that, right? But then this other stuff of um, do I want to go out with that guy, you know, or do I want to cross over? Mm -hmm. It's that mm. that's the maybe place, right? Right. That's a maybe place. It's not a full on no, you know. Okay. So I need to distinguish that for myself. Now, in terms of stress reduction, um, most stress reduction has you doing things to reduce the stress. And they're great. I meditate. You know, people do yoga, I stretch, I take walks in nature, I listen to music. I mean, all that stuff is great stuff. Keep doing it if you're doing it. However, the way that we teach stress reduction is that you have to do one more thing in order to reduce your stress. So here you are with this huge list of to-dos, right? And now, oh, yeah, I got to go meditate, uh, you know? what? Well, I don't think it quite works that way. I think we have it bass backwards in other, words, <laughs> in other yes. words yes. We need to stop doing that which made us stressed. okay So for example when I'm aligned, okay there's this center, this energetic center. that center is a portal that opens up to finer dimensions. That port, that center goes from above my head all the way through my body, all the way deep into the ground. Oh, the ground, I don't wanna go dark and deep and ooh, it's depressing and ooh, I don't like it. No, baby, the ground is the place where you spread your roots, right? Just like a plant, you spread your roots. What happens is when you come up, you come up bigger, finer, you blossom, right? Because you've got those deep roots. Okay. Okay. So when you're in your good, joyous, happy place, what is what it's like is you've got this center and you're open so you feel it's like this bubble around you, this huge circle around you, right? That you can embrace other people. So like when I used to sing, it was like, oh, you embrace your audience, right? Okay. Now, what happens with stress is since we are all human, we are all going to react at some time. We're going to go off center. Maybe it's because I have so much to do that I become frontally oriented. I lose my a sense of my back, which is the which is the part of me that supports me that nourishes me the field not just my spine but the field and back of me nourishes and supports me okay i need to have that oh am i more into action right but i'm not receiving or am i receiving but i'm not acting you know what I mean? it has to be all of it okay so I notice that somebody says something does something or I'm tired or whatever it is and I go off-center the first piece is feel where you are oh I'm off-center no blame no shame I'm a human being a little self-compassion here you know okay easy and you sense feel right now I'm forward Ah. <sighs> And start feeling the back so for me it's like the first piece is as mindfulness people say take a breath but I'm telling you I teach this stuff a lot and what I see is take a breath (sighs) or maybe it goes down to the belly but it doesn't go any further no you take a breath It goes down and it stops. Okay, now sense, feel that energy moving down through your legs down into the ground, spreading out. Now I'm settling my energy down. Okay, good. Now feel your back. Sense, feel your angel wings. These big wings, sense, feel them coming from your shoulder blades, going past your physical body into the energy field open up as soon as you start feeling that for me I start smiling you know whoo yeah okay feel that sense feel your dragon tail coming from your lower back going down into the ground almost like you have three legs now right that big thick dragon tail, lying on the ground behind you. It begins to settle you down. All of a sudden, instead of you sta- sitting up from the chair, whoo, you've melted in the chair. Ah, Good. Now, feel your elephant feet, big, wide, thick elephant feet, heavy, heavy. And let the energy go right down into those elephant feet. Now, if you're playing the game, you're going to start feeling more grounded, more settled, right? So my thing is, okay, it's not about me having to go do something, go meditate, do yoga, do... It's the first thing I need to do is come back to me. This is my home. You know, Dorothy had it right. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. <laughs> you know, right? So start feeling that home. And the more that you practice settling back in, and some days it'll be easy, and some days I'm so crazed, I can't do it. No worries. Try next minute, 10 minutes from now. Easy. Whatever you can do, fine. But the more that you practice over the course of your life, the more that this becomes such a, it, it prints into your nervous system. So once it's imprinted in your nervous system, you can begin to catch it.
1: Yes, this is wonderful. I'm so glad you've talked about this in this exact way. Uh, it absolutely rings true with my experience and uh, and really with a lot of the work that I do. Uh, the The idea of the excess energy having a place to go when we open that channel is so important. And to be honest, I have rarely heard someone talk about becoming aware of our back body. And it is a huge part of how I go through the world and the work that I do in the world, where when we move our consciousness upward, then you have no choice but to become aware of these Parts of your body that we're completely unaware of most of the time. So it is just great to hear you talking about that and um, in in new words, right? In different words than than I normally would use. Um, I also really relate to you talking about calling yourself back. And one of the big things about the concept of calling yourself back now. Rarely again, have I heard this being used in a stress less kind of concept, but it is absolutely essential because what you're talking about is so true. If I had 10 minutes or an hour in my schedule to go for a swim or go meditate or go do the things that I want to do, then I wouldn't have as much pressure right so to be able to call yourself back in the moment to work with yourself throughout the day changes everything doesn't it it really changes your whole level of consciousness yes
0: it does it's like it's like calling your spirit back you know it's like think of it like calling your dog You know, you whistle for your dog, you've trained it. It comes back. You can train yourself. If you can train your dog, you can train yourself. The other thing I want to say is that the universe creation operates as a two beat. The waves come in, the waves go out, man, woman, right? I mean, uh, sun rises, sun sets. Okay. What happens when we get stressed is the energy comes up. (gasps) Now what we do is we go into problem solving mode, right? we tell stories about how terrible it is what we've forgotten is the second beat
1: (sighs) yes beautiful well let's talk a little bit about um you know you work with people on in different ways around this these topics um let's talk about how evolving your consciousness right? Which is sort of very specific, can really impact your level of happiness. I know that there are a lot of people who talk about, oh,
0: awaken and all of a sudden you're operating from your soul. For me, not quite. You know, I think what's happening is that there are many versions of self, self with the capital S, that is your essence right? And they operate on different dimensions. And so here I am in the material world, right? And I'm the smaller version of myself. As I begin to open into finer dimensions, I become a, a better version of myself. I'm more conscious. Now, My, I believe that... Uh, that um, Although I have a purpose in life, which is to help people and to grow their consciousness, my first purpose is for my soul, myself to return to myself. That's my first purpose. So that means to evolve myself enough that I'm actually operating from a soul so that I don't have to come back here anymore. (laughs) So for most of us, instead of we get the ideas, we get the words. There's a difference between awareness and experience. We get the words from all the spiritual gurus. And they're right. We are one. We are all love. We are all joy. We are all but we're not operating from
1: that place 24 seven. We have moments of it. It's okay. And we shouldn't be, and we shouldn't be because we're having a physical experience in this plane, right? Yes. So it yes. means that we're we're like, it's a great place to bring a piece of it in, but it's not our whole experience, is it? No.
0: So therefore, what we need to do is learn to shift to a finer version of ourselves where more of this, where we open up more, we step into a finer dimension, and now I'm more evolved. My consciousness is elevated. Okay, good. I get used to kind of operating from that place a little bit more. Oh, I have more my perceptions are different. My perspectives are different. My relationships are different. My relationship with myself is different you know ah okay and then i notice over time i go through another shift and i go through another transition you know so the words are important the awareness is important but it's not the whole deal so when i go on facebook and i see all this you know spiritual blah blah i go yes it's all correct and sometimes it's wonderful to see it but i get Concerned are people experiencing, or are they just talking about it, you know? So for me, it's the experience. Einstein said, all knowledge is experiential. The rest is just information.
1: I personally like to believe that we uh, are, that we are as a group of people experiencing these things more and more and more. And it's becoming less and less of a secret, yeah. I love that.
0: I think there is a bigger perception, uh, percentage rather. I think that, um, I believe that uh, the world's consciousness is evolving and consciousness is energy. Energy has a frequency, that frequency is speeding up. So what we're seeing, because most people can't handle that frequency is we're seeing more mental illness, more divorce, more uh, anger, more violence, more whatever, right? Okay, but what is happening is it is breaking down the old in order for the new to be born. There are a percentage of people that are catching this, you know, and going, oh, let me open to it. And as they do, they begin to break down, meaning that their identity begins to shift and they open up and they're beginning to step into a finer identity. When I was going through this during the pandemic myself, this, I had a dream and in my dream, I'm looking at my computer and there's a red curtain, it opens up and there are boxes of people, you know, and they're singing. And I call my mother over and I said, mom, I can't believe that I created this, this is amazing. You know, in the morning, what I heard was when the message from your core tells you you are more, don't shrink, don't think, believe it. When the message from your soul tells you you are whole, don't shrink, don't think, believe it. That's all I remembered of the song, but that was enough to say. That's my work right now to try to help people evolve their consciousness. That's when I started my program called the Roar of the More.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. I want everybody to know that, of course, the link is on whatever platform you're on. So please check it out. It's first of all, it's amazing. But also, I just want to know where can we hear you sing more? You are just gorgeous. You just channel beautiful, beautiful sound from your body. So beautiful.
0: <laughs> well, one of these days, I will remember the whole song. <laughs> when I do my presentations, I'll
1: start with a big song. Do <laughs> oh, you sing? Do a... you come be part of the choir? <laughs> I'll come be in the choir. I could be in the choir. That's about what I could do. <laughs> when I was young, I sang, actually. But then I, I didn't do it for years. And so, (laughs) so, uh, I'm not, not quite as good as as, I used to be, but, um, boy, it is such a nice thing when we open up our vocal channel and some beautiful vibration comes out. And that was, uh, really an experience. Thank you for sharing it with us. And that's joy, huh? Yeah, that's joy. Love it. It's so good. So good. Um, Now, uh, before we wrap it up, I want to just make sure that you tell us a little bit about dream catchers. Yeah, I have two programs. So one of them that I'm just starting now
0: is called dream catchers, because I believe that as this world evolves, um, people in between the ages of 35 and 55 are going to be the leaders that are going to lead us into a more evolved consciousness. So, Some of you out there may have ideas about what you would like to do to actually create a more conscious world, but you may not have the support in order to do that. I want to do coaching with you to help you make your dream a reality, right, in order to make this world a better place. So as part of the coaching, it's talk stuff, yes. I'll help you strategize and all this kind of stuff. My I my my mentor was Michael Cammie, the creator of strategic planning for IBM. So I'm pretty good that way, right? You know, okay, I'll help you strategize, we'll talk, we'll brainstorm. I'll also teach you how to energetically step into a bigger version of yourself. So give you some energy mastery. Uh, training so because if you have this great idea and it's a 50 gallon idea you better be a 50 gallon person right so uh, we'll talk that way too so if you have some idea that you want to manifest you know then let's do a, a series of coaching and let's see if it can make it a reality so that this world is a little better place you know so that's the first thing I'm doing the second thing I'm doing is this Roar of the more training which I've been doing now for a couple of years and um it started off with just people who knew me consultants and coaches and executives and stuff and um, it's begun to spread i just did it with a, a visa executive who told me that it changed her life and what it's about is evolving consciousness so evol- you better be if you're a leader in an organization or you're a conscious entrepreneur you better be evolving because the world is changing so fast, you know? So we take a look at, you know, NLP exercise, who are you becoming? We look at the Enneagram personality type so we can take a look at this is your wound. This is the place that your worldview, you know, this is your biases and boundaries. Okay. And, um, so that you don't always, uh, believe everything you think. Yeah. But you can shift. Right. Take a look at the model of transitions. These are stages. So you know where you are and you won't get upset when you're, you know, down in the dumps. Hey, that's normal. Okay. Then we start looking at your energy. So where is your attention? Are you centered, grounded? Are you spacious? How do you come spacious so you can feel that joy and aliveness and open up to finer consciousness and then how to shift to a finer version of yourself. Now, most of us, what we do is we try to fix ourselves, but we're not broken. You know, that's just the child wound. We're not, I think it's important for you to be aware. Uh, Awareness is important, but it isn't the whole show. You need then to have the presence, the energetic presence of this Finer dimension in order to manifest your dreams or evolve your consciousness. So, what we do is we step into a finer version of yourself, which connects you with more of your super conscious so that you begin to intuit and open. And um, so, right now, it's an eight week series, though I think I might expand it a little bit, you know, next time I do it. Next time I'm doing it is in October. And I have some pretty amazing people that are going to take it. So, if you're interested, contact me, we'll talk for free, free discovery sessions, you know, and um, that's what I'm up to.
1: Beautiful, thank you so much. Uh, I will remind everybody that we we link everything. So go find wherever the text is in your scenario where you're listening and click, go, don't walk, don't, what do you call that, run, don't walk, right? Go, check it out. Thank you, thank you for being here today, Amy.
0: Well, thank you for inviting me. You have a wonderful show, wonderful show, and you model exactly what you are talking about. You embody it, it comes through. So, thank you.
1: Thank you so much. That's really kind. I appreciate that. Uh, I am, I gotta say, I focus on it. (laughs) I focus on it. I say, hey, I wanna be joyful, I'm gonna make that part of my world. And I think that's a really important thing to uh, to remember when we are when we're going through hard times. And uh, as many of my listeners already know, uh, I I have been through quite the hard time the last couple of years. Um, but it didn't stop that question of how can I find a little bit of joy in this moment. And that's really what I give to you in the free guide that I have for you. That is. Unbreakable. OK, so this is a guide to becoming unbreakable. You can find it at unbreakable.guide and it, it will be linked here as well, of course. And uh, it's a great place to start. It just gives you a framework and it gives you a framework for all the things that we've been talking about today. I am so grateful that I get to talk to all these amazing practitioners in the world because You know, you bring such a a perspective on this beautiful light that is becoming. And I think we have a lot in our society of dimension in those places that we don't wanna go. We have we have TV to teach us about what we should fear and what it feels like to feel bad and all of those things. But this is really where in these conversations with Amy, with me, with all of the people that I interview, this is where you can get real dimension in those feelings that you actually want to have. So I appreciate you sticking with us and uh, connecting with us and bringing more light into the world.